Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the Live Inspired Podcast, Monday Morning Moments with John O'Leary. I record these so that you may begin your week in awe and on fire with a burst of usually much-needed inspiration. A quote that I came across recently that's going to plug into what we're talking about today goes like this. Sympathy is easy. You can have sympathy for a starving child swatting at flies on the late-night commercials. Sympathy is easy because it comes from a position of power. Empathy is getting down on your knees and looking at someone else in the eyes and realizing that you could be them and that all that separates you from them is luck. Well, my friends, while on my knees next to my fallen dad two weekends ago, I thought of that quote. Dad has been living with the diagnosis of Parkinson's disease for almost three decades, Over this time, he's lost the ability to walk, to drive, to earn. It's difficult for my dad to speak, and lately, it's becoming more difficult for my father to swallow. And yet today, dad, usually seated in his trusty wheelchair, is the perfect embodiment of the joy that we all wish we possessed. He's engaged with those around him. He smiles and he laughs easily. He's grateful for all that he has, and he's content with the life that he's living. Dad deals with constant pain, and he's racked with continuous challenges. But he simply refuses to be a victim to his circumstances. But even as his son, it's easy for me to miss the profoundness of these difficulties. When I see Dad, he's got his khaki pants on, he's got his shirt tucked in, he's got his hair brushed, he's got his smile on. My dad makes it all look so easy. But with my mom away last weekend, I saw firsthand how hard it really is. Every single movement is ripe with a bit of risk and a chance of pain. Due to a torn rotator cuff, he's unable to use his right arm, which is creating far greater stress on his left arm. Simple activities many of us take for granted, like rising from bed, sitting up, pivoting into our wheelchair, rolling toward the bathroom, getting dressed, all of these things. Well, for my dad, it requires extraordinary effort. I obviously suspected his life was hard, but staying with him and caring for my dad in my mother's absence gave me a totally different understanding. As we were preparing for bed, I rolled my dad into the bathroom, helped him change, wash his face, and use the bathroom. As He stood to transfer. My dad lost his balance. I lost my grip, and we both fell. No, it wasn't physically painful for either of us, but it was eye-opening. There we were for several minutes on a cold tile bathroom floor. My sweet dad struggling to get back into his chair, his underpowered son trying to help, but also mindful of my dad's sore limbs and cautious not to cause greater injury. On our hands and knees, we caught our breath. For a long while, we just stared at each other. No words were spoken. None had to be. And perhaps for the first time since my dad's Parkinson's diagnosis, I had sincere, heart-wrenching, eye-opening empathy for what this brave man deals with every single day. Somehow, The true greatness of this man who I longed to be just like was even farther elevated in my mind. 
As his caretaker that evening, though, my heart expanded even more for his primary caretaker, his awesome wife, my remarkable mom, Susan O'Leary. Like my dad, mom never complains. A mighty reason why their life is as beautiful as it is stems from her steadfast faithfulness, her ferocious optimism, and her loving stubbornness. She just refuses to give in or to give up. Mom simply loves life too much, I think, for that kind of attitude. And certainly she loves her husband way too much for that kind of attitude. And during these difficult days we find ourselves living in, I think my mom is a worthy example to imitate. It just took laying on their tile bathroom floor for me to clearly see it. My friends, many are asking these days, how do we come back together as a country We feel so divided by race and political affiliation and spiritual bend and social economic status with things spiraling out of control and a sense that we are pushing one another farther and farther and farther apart. How do we heal? How do we begin healing? Well, regardless of how you voted, don't passively wait for the new administration to do something for you. Regardless of the media channel you tune into, don't expect the pundits on the evening news to help you either. Part of our calling as both citizens and as family members is to stop seeing things through the lens we've always gazed through. Instead, we must duck down, step into the shoes of our neighbors and family and friends and community, and try to truly embrace what the world, the pain, the struggle, the dreams, the aspirations, the wisdom might look like from their perspective. This season is far more complex than a celebration of a new Biden administration by half of our country or the morning of the passing Trump administration by the other half. Today, I encourage you to join me in humbling ourselves to meet our brothers and sisters where they are with our eyes, our ears, our hearts wide open. Sometimes it will be a person we may not look like, we may not vote like, we may not think like. Other times, It's going to be a person that we've known our entire lives, but not as intimately as we could have. Sympathy, indifference, despair, anger, these are common emotions these days. But the way forward requires us to seek, to understand, then heal, and then finally to unite and rebuild with empathy. My friends, for this time and until next time, my name is John O'Leary, and today is your day. Live empathetically and live inspired.